want to break in We want to break in We want to break into this place With stealth just in case there's surveillance We want to break in Gods know Gods know we want to break in We chance on an ingress We chance on an ingress Conceal it Now it's a reveal it to us We make our way thus Gods know did it with minimal fuss Once inside we search around and make our way upstairs While Greg inspects the carriage to see what he finds in there Be careful, thrill of hidden traps Take two stairs at a time perhaps The adventure continues as you walk into the room, almost um, a second after you um, sort of take in everything that you can see, you suddenly hear a noise above you. Looking up, you see what appears to be a hatch in the ceiling um, just closing, uh, and you can see you can see through it someone escaping, as in they've gone they've gone straight out, and the hatch is just shutting behind it. How far away can is all, it? Uh, it's gone through the door, but can all four of you please roll me initiative? Oh. Okay, so, Greg, um, you are first up on the initiative, but right now you don't necessarily know anything's happened upstairs. No, I mean, at this point, Greg's just still investigating the wagon. He's noticed, obviously, the bit dips in more in underneath the seat and area. So he's going to climb on top of the wagon and kind of just see if he can rip the seat off or see if there's like a hinge on the seat or something to see if he can find it. Okay, so so just to clarify, it's an encased carriage. So if you want to do that, then you'd need to go inside. If that is, if, so what I'm saying is, if you imagine, if you imagine like the carriage, you've got the you've yeah. got the roof of it, the ceiling of it, you've got then the floor. In, which would be inside, essentially. You've got doors either side that you can a- access it. And what I'm saying is underneath is seemingly a bit lower than you would anti- you would expect it to be. So you, if, you, if you're trying to see, access that, you'd need to go inside the carriage first. Um, well, I, I'm not aware of anything else going on. So, yeah, Greg's getting in the carriage. Okay, so you um, will just... Yeah, you open the door and uh, you find yourself inside uh, and I think we'll currently leave it at that because I think you've already interacted with one with one um, with one item being the door so I don't think you can do much else from that but as you get inside what I'll say is it, it at first glance to you looks like um, it looks like any other carriage there's nothing once you get inside there's nothing um, immediately that stands out to you to be completely to be different to, to what you'd expect. Okay. Okay. Um, Quinch, you're up. Again, you wouldn't know what's going on at the moment. 
I'm just continuing to sweep up all this hay. Let's say I'm gathering it into one corner, just pushing it to the side, expecting to find some sort of symbol on the floor. Okay. Uh, you continue to do that. Can I have a, uh, an investigation check as you're doing it, please? <laughs> Natty one, so two. Two. Um, you you see, you think for a glimmer, you think that you see um, the sign of um, uh, Jesus, which is the um, the god of hay. <laughs> Jesus. I'd know that symbol anywhere, and I'm not mistaken. <laughs> okay. What's, um, what is the symbol for Hazus, um, Quinch, Michael? It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a pitchfork. Like Neptune. But more it's, it's a sh- rustic. It's a shared symbol. <laughs> <laughs> the Neptune symbol's got a drip on it, I think. Not like an IV. <laughs> Took me a moment to understand that. Well, that was reasonably good, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, we are then next with Dweezil. Hello. Um, so, so your turn. Yeah, you you obviously saw um, something sort of escape out the hatch. How high is the ceiling above me? It would be about about ten foot. Right, I am going to... Not 10 foot above you, but about 10 foot total. Yeah, I, I am going to... Um, it, I don't have to be able to see it, it just has to be within range. So I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern. Oh, interesting. Uh, through the uh, the other side of the ceiling. So hopefully trap whatever it was. Okie dokie. So we will require, assuming... They haven't already gone and exited because it's a. I'm 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 going to cast it. Uh, it's a thirty foot cube. So my thinking is it should probably get them. Okay. And um, are you are you is it out from you or can you place it somewhere? No, I can place it. I a, a thirty foot cube within range. And what's the range on it? Uh, one hundred and twenty feet. Okay. So you obviously obviously. You don't really. I guess you probably just chuck it, chuck it on top of the roof, would you? Yeah. Obviously, without knowing yeah. where they are or anything like that. Yeah. So fairly centrally. Yeah. Um. On on the roof. Yeah. And what does that? Uh, if require? They, if they are within it, it's a whizzy save. Uh, I got a six and a seventeen. Oh, is that does that mean there are two people? Are you a roll? Oh, sorry, a, a, a seven and a, an eighteen. Okay, the seven fails. The 18 passes. So the 18 is unaffected. The 7 is charmed, hypnotised, everything. Okay. Okie dokie. So, uh, yeah, okay. That's your turn. Anything else you want to do? Um, yeah, gesture to Krill to somehow get up there through the hatch. Uh, in which case... Um, what then happens is the uh, something happens. So, <laughs> very, very vague of me. Um, as uh, yeah, actually, no, actually, nothing. Actually, that's a lie. Actually, as far as any of you are concerned, nothing happens. Uh, Krill, your turn. So I'm assuming uh, uh, Dweezil said that he he gestured for me to. Yeah, he said get, get up to there. the chopper. Um, 
get out your chopper. Um, <laughs> no, I think Greg said he wasn't doing the helicopter up there. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try and pursue through the hatch. Okie dokie. Uh, how are you doing that? I mean, it's 10 foot. You're how tall? About 12 foot. Grilled 7 14 on a, so. on, a, on a bad day. <laughs> 56, 17? No. Uh, about foot. 7 foot. Probably about 10 foot if he's got his arms above his head. So I imagine he could reach it. Okay. So you push against the hatch. Can I get a strength throw? Bearing in mind, I would put this at disadvantage, although it's not an ability. Well, it's an ability check, I guess. It's okay, strength. so I'm gonna I'm gonna rage before I do it, Ooh, because then I get advantage on strength checks. Um, okay. So does that just become a neutral check then? Yeah, so it just becomes one, one and done. Um, eighteen overall. Eighteen overall. As you um you reach up and you push against the hatch and it feels a lot heavier than you expected the hatch to be. Ooh. Um and you but you push but even with that 18 you get just in you get enough to sort of like open it. Yeah, so it's open now. Okay. Um can I continue through it? It's just it's just more of a it's just more of a struggle than you would have expected a hatch to be. Okay, so now it's open. Can I attempt to pull myself up through it? Yeah, so half speed. Okay, that, that's fine. Um, I'll do that then. So I've got so you've got ten foot left. left. Yes. So as you as you emerge, as you emerge, you see um, now sort of prostate laying on the ground, um, a creature who looks like this. Um, it looks quite devilish. It's got red skin. Um, it's got two sort of um, wings. Um, and yes, stereotypical, stereotypical sort of devil-looking, demon-looking, um, but it's it's medium-sized. It's not huge or anything like that. Um, and it's directly in front of me. Yeah, it's basically as you've essentially it's it's when you've lifted up the hatch, it was stood on the hatch as oh, and I've, I've, I've what, it. knocked it over. Yeah, and you've essentially pushed it over, and it's fallen sort of flat on its face. So I want to try something, and it's. It's gonna sound crazy. Oh come on! It's not sex, is it? Because that's I don't. Uh, carry on, what? carry on, Nathan. Uh, carry on. I am my I don't think. I don't think under the current circumstances. No. What I want to do acceptable. is I want to grab it by the ankle and drop it through the hatch. Okay. Alternatively, grab it by the ankle. I'm not. I'm not... Jump down through the hatch and pull it with me. I'm not going to let you do that because you've already interacted with one object, but I'll allow you to work if that's what you want to do next turn, that's fine. You've already you've already used one action, which I wouldn't I wouldn't count as an attack. I wouldn't account opening a, a, a hatch as a as a as a um as an attack. So therefore you've not got a second attack. So you you've used up all your actions at the moment. Okay. I'll uh, I'll, right. I'll end it there then. I'll just give him a bit of a growl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, okay, round two. Uh, we get to Greg. So again, you 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 probably started to hear a bit of a commotion upstairs, but again, no one's said anything. No one's sort of told you that anything's going on. I mean, Greg's an old man. He's just heft himself into into a carriage, so he's going to do the typical 
old man thing and just let out a slight <sighs> as he kind of gets in there. <laughs> Considering yeah. we're all making noises, why not? Um, and he's just going to have a poke around to see if he can find where this compartment that he feels is there. So, you know, just looking... What would you say? It was in the footwell? Like, extra room in the footwell? That's what we're saying, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, well, essentially, you, you, you can't see anything immediately. Um, so he's going to do, like, the typical, you know, thump your foot on the ground looking for hollow spots kind of thing. Okay. Can you then roll me uh, an investigation, please? 17 plus 2, 19. 19. Um, you start You start looking around. You essentially uh, yeah, start knocking around, and eventually you sort of notice, it's quite imperceivable, especially in the dark and everything, you, you notice that um, there appears to be like a sliding compartment um, in the bottom of the floor. Slide it, man. Slide it. You know he's going to slide. I'm going to slide it with my foot. Slide. Which way does it slide? To the left or to the right? No, in a crisscross direction. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody clap your hands. Okay. You slide it across and you see inside a small chest. Uh, Again, you've used up your actions, so I'm not going to let you do anything. I'll let you lift it out if you want to, but that's as far as I'll let you go. Yeah, I was going to question what kind of chest, whether it's like a wooden chest or, you know, like a, a statue with a nice bust or what, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, when I say a chest, it's nothing fancy. It's like a little box. Uh, well, I say little, it's not even that little, but it's, it's, it's a fairly sort of standard little box that's flat on each side. Um, there appears to be there appears to be sort of a latch to open it, but no, but no visible lock. Okay, I will pull out the completely average size box then. And okay. Next go, we'll have a look, see what's in it. Um, can you roll me a perception? Well, that there would be a three, but I feel like I'm going to use I- my inspiration for this. Actually, well, actually, I'm going to. Re- I am actually going to wreck on you and, and and wreck on it in terms of what you're rolling. Okay. An arcana. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's tough, yeah. Let's go with that. That is going to be an 11 plus 5, 16. As you lift the box out, you just realise that you think that you hear a tiny, tiny, for a split second, you hear something. Okay. You hear just like a, a very high pitch noise and then nothing. You just hear it for the imperceivable moment. Uh-huh. Um, if... If it is like some kind of bomb, I'm going to ready my next extraction, which is going to be chuck out the window of the carriage at Quinch. <laughs> I think that's an alarm. I think okay. you've just triggered a magical alarm. Right then, we are up then with Quinch. Um, to do anything else would be metagaming, so I will simply continue shuffling the straw <laughs> unless you tell me, uh, unless you tell me that the straw is sufficiently cleaned up. I mean, there's a big pile of it in the corner. Maybe you should put it all in the pile. There, well, this is sort of what I'm doing. I am gathering it and just pushing it to mm. one side. Maybe find another hay shit in there. Hay shit this is the two. thing. I was hoping I might find something. Uh, right then. Uh, so you do that, and yeah, no, no, you don't see any more um, signs of of deities or anything like that. Is it um, sufficiently cleaned up now, though? You you are thirty percent clean. You've still Annoying. got a long way to, 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 to tidy up. It's haze strewn all over the place, mate. And it's just it's the, 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 the broom that you 
found in the corner of the room. It's it's sort of it's not in the best condition, and it's sort of it's sort of leaving behind more than it's actually pushing. If anything, I didn't I didn't realize I added a broom to my inventory. I love that. <laughs> what was you using? What was you using? Your feet? My hands. Well, fair enough. Anyway, um, okay. So if that's if that's the case, I, I look around, see how much is left, and I say. I grow weary of this task. I'm going to go see what the others are doing. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, it'd be nice uh, for the person to wake up in the morning, realise they've been robbed, but they have cleaned the place, so... You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so next up, uh, do we, uh, no, Quinch and Greg, can you roll me a perception? It's going to be six overall. Four. Six overall, four. Um, okie dokie, you notice nothing. Hashtag perceptive boys. <laughs> uh, Dweezil, your turn. Right, so can I see that Krill has like, got hold of this person? No, he hasn't got hold of him. I'll, I'll, he, he, well, what I'll say is, given that he wanted, he's, he's got his, you can't see anything because you're still down in the, in the building. Um, what you would, what you no, I'm not going to tell you what you what you can see actually. So at the moment you're just in in the building, right? So I've sent him up to uh, that. Uh, uh, do you know what? I'll, I'm going to go and have a quick look at the um, the desk, see if I can see any clues there as to what on earth we've just stumbled across. Okay, um, you look in the desk and you find um, next to nothing. Next to nothing. There's- Next, next, nothing. There's, there's a few parchments and, and pens, but nothing written on them. Uh, probably nick them then. Okay, take that. Yep. Uh, do you want to roll a uh, roll a little d six, and that's how many pieces of parchment you get. Oh, two pieces of parchment. Nice. There you go. Put those in the inventory. Uh, yep. I will uh, just say to Krill, "What the fuck's going on, Krill?" Okay. A bit of swearing there from Dweezil. Yeah, isn't it? It's not the same since uh, Davoth died. He's gone no. all quiet, he's swearing, he's cutting his hair. See that weird eyebrow thing? Yeah. He's wearing black shirts with flames on. <laughs> it's <laughs> a hybrid thing. He's got his, che- his keys on some kind of chain which is coming out into his pocket. <laughs> the thing about Dabo's death pushed me one step close to the edge. I'm about to break. Um, Krill, can you, um, can you roll me a perception as well, please? A disadvantage. Yeah, you're still up on the um, roof, right? Uh, we have a 16 and then 11. 16 and 11. Um, you are just about to take your action um, when all of a sudden you hear behind you um, quite a soft noise, but enough to alert you. Is it enough to put my head on a swivel? Uh, uh, no, although ironically you say that. Um, no, it's, it's, it's enough to alert you and you... you it's up to you whether you... Yeah, are you going to turn around at hearing this noise? If, if I can. If I can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, as you turn around, you see just a lighting and landing on the uh, top of the ceiling, uh, or top of the top of the roof of the thing, just looking at you, um, is a snowy white owl. What? I punch Natural it. Natural turn. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Why did no one make that joke? Come on. Oh, so what? What are you doing with your turn? Um, I'm gonna do what I originally planned, and I'm gonna drag the weird red fella back through. Um, yeah, I'm gonna basically grab him by the ankle, jump through the hatch, yep. and use my body weight as like an anchor to pull him through. 
Okie dokie. You tell me what to roll. Um, <laughs> grapple, isn't it? Yeah, what is that what you're Although doing? Although he Just can't. Rap- can, can he contest it? Because he's... No, he can't. He can't contest it. So, so, so you're dragging him to the hole. I, I mean, we're, we're right next to the jumping. hole. So I'm literally intending to almost grab it, like literally reach down, grab him by the ankle, get a good grip on it, and then I'm going to basically throw myself through the hole and pull him with me. It's chaotic. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I I will allow the, the the grappling side of things will just be an automatic success. Okay. Um, what I would like from you is a dexterity um, saving throw to ensure that you both land. Like if you're if you're dragging him with you, unless you're telling me you're you're jumping down first and then pulling him down. But assuming you're sort of like jumping down, holding his ankles at the same time. Yeah. I want a dexterity saving throw to see if you okay. manage to land on your feet and that he Okay, so I get advantage on dex basically... against effects that I can what, see whilst to... not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. So I don't know, does that advantage apply? Yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine, yeah. Just out of curiosity, so what is the plan in terms of when he like are you trying to catch him as he comes down or just what I'm you... hoping he hits the ground hard enough that he's not quite ready to get back up okay. again. Okay, all right, let's do that then. Okay, so dexterity saving throw. So it'd be a please. neutral dex then given I get advantage yeah. and it's I don't know, is it attack, attack rolls and ability checks, does that include saving throws? I don't know. I'm going to say no. It just says attack rolls and ability checks. I don't think it is. Okay. So uh, I'd say just advantage. Uh, and we said it was on dex. Dex, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 13's both time. 13's both time. Uh, yeah, that's enough. I mean, you're not dropping that far, given your height and everything. You managed to land, um, dragging the guy with you. He falls through the door, magically falling 10 feet, taking 1d6 bludgeoning damage. And yeah, he is now out of his hypnotic pattern. Is he prone? He is yeah, laying prone. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really have anything to say to him. It's just done, yeah. Okay. Um, that is Krill. So we are on to round three. So uh, we are back to Greg. What's in you, the box? <laughs> what, I, what I would say is at this point, you would um, probably have heard the, the noise from upstairs because a big, a, a, a half orc, a seven foot half orc jumping down, followed by another thud. You would you would hear that there's some commotion upstairs. Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to make you roll that. But if you want to look in, the, if you want to look in the box, <clears throat> I mean, does anything immediately happen from the ticking that I heard? Uh, so it wasn't a ticking; it was just a just a very high pitched like noise, just a like, like it's just a nothingness. Like um, it was lucky that you you could even hear it, and it's it's probably because of your magical background that you did. Okay, um, well I'm going to open the box before going upstairs. Then. Okay, um, as you open the box, you notice four um, four items. Um, one is like a cap a hat of sorts there appears to be um like a pot of um some sort of ointment there is a um a short sort which is um looks unlike most short swords you've ever seen before and there are a couple of braces 
Um, that's what that's all you find, but I won't tell you anything about them at the moment. That's just the items in their very basic description, given everything else that's going on. Again, I would say that's your action to have opened the box and to have rifled around those. You can move if you want to. Yeah, to I you. mean, I think you would. I would just kind of stow the items upon my person and kind of not rush upstairs, but you know, take a a quick walk, so to speak. Okay. Uh, well, as your as you've used your action, you can just do your thirty foot for the time being. All right. Um, thirty foot. So I'll, what I'll say is, getting out the other side of the carriage and up up the stairs is your thirty foot. So you're you're at the top of the stairs essentially. Yeah. Cool. Um, as as you get to the top of the stairs, you can see a, a, an open doorway. Um, you can't see anyone, any of your colleagues there, um, but you just hear the noises from within. Um, Quinch, your turn. Oh, I've heard uh, a loud bang upstairs. Now, I've not heard anyone call out for help, so I'm certainly in no rush, but I'm going to go upstairs and see what's happening. So, what are you doing then? You're going straight upstairs, are you? Yes. Uh, are you barging? I mean, you've probably got enough speed to get past Greg. Are you barging past Greg in, in the meantime? No, no need. Just happy to walk behind him. Okay. All right, then. Uh, it's at this point um, that you quench. Let's have a look. So, where was this owl? Uh, it was up on the uh, basically where you are, but on the above it, just here, like literally right. just at the middle, but on the roof. Quench does a twenty-three hit. Yes. Okay. In which case, you take. You take 11 fire damage as this ray just slams into the back of you. Uh, I've got resistance to fire, so is that half to So six? that's half rounded down. Uh, to five. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, can you then also make a um, wisdom saving throw? Wisdom saving throw coming up. Plus zero, 13. 13 overall? 13 overall. The ray blasts into the back of you, and um, as you turn around, you see essentially what the other guys saw, which is this devilish creature which has managed to um, managed to open, unlock the door, and you hadn't noticed as you've walked off towards the thing, he shot this ray off at the back of you. You've turned round and seen this devilish creature stood in the doorway. And just as you've turned round to him, you can just see him moving his hands sort of in sort of some sort of pattern towards you. And it's at that moment that a a wash, you become a wash with this sensation of wanting to do whatever this creature tells you to do. You are now fiendishly charmed by it for twenty four hours. What? And he um, looks at you and tells you to defend him. What? Um, am I? Do I have control of my speech? Uh, basically, so you are you uh, you obey his spoken commands. Um, if you yeah you you obey his spoken commands, you you can't disobey him. Yeah, you still have speech and everything, but for all intents and purposes, this guy is your best friend, and the others are sort of not. Okay, so I'll I'll t- I've t- turned around and I've seen him. Uh, you are you absolute blighter! What 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 on earth is this? Are you talking to the to the creature that's hit you? Yeah. 
Right. You, well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. He, you're, he's your friend. Like you wouldn't be questioning him. Oh, as far I'm as literally. Concerned. You're literally like you're charmed. You're you're like his. Oh, okay. Pet. Fine. In that case, and he's basically and he's basically said, "Defend us." Oh, he said he said that. Um, okay. Yeah, and pointed to the rest of them. Essentially, not that you can see them, but sort of pointed up the stairs. Okay, so I see others. I, I so strengthen my grip on the broomstick. <laughs> you guys are never going to be more happy that he's got a fucking broomstick as his weapon. <laughs> um, right. Uh, the other one that is upstairs um, stands up and uh, fires off a ray at uh, well, Quint, uh, Krill, who's just in front of him. Uh, it's ranged, isn't it? No, so he'll, he'll he'll fire it off against Dweezil. Of course, he will. Um, that is a fourteen to hit. That misses, which is a shame Okey-dokey. in some ways. Uh, he fires out a second one towards you. Though. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, which is which is eleven, which also misses. Well, hang on a second. Um, hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, in which case? <laughs> in which case? We're rocking them all tonight. I will use my reaction to play a tune on the world's smallest violin, Nathan. Yes, please. So can it uh, can it make a constitution saving throw, please? Oh, it would love to. It would absolutely love to. Um, okay. Constitution saving throw. It's pretty good for it. Ooh, it's a 14. Oh, no. It's the two Did... words that rhyme. Meets and beats. Oh. oh. Sorry, mate. At least you used it though. That's fun. Yeah. Cruel, just behind him, just hears a. Can I? Um, uh, what what tune is? A little fun question for everyone. What tune did Dweezil play on the world's smallest violin? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I see what's going on? No. Uh, you could probably, from your vantage point, just about see this creature here. Uh, I'm, I'm pinging. I'm pinging something that you can't see. But I can't see you. Dweezil and the red little devil dude. So you can see you can see the devil dude, but you nice. can't see Krill or Dweezil. In that case, I'm going to use my bend luck to make him roll a d4 and subtract that from his saving throw, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, because that doesn't matter. It was meant to beat. So if it's a d4 off, it, he's failed. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's and it's a one as well, yeah. so it's just just failed. Okay, go. so what does that mean? He's blinded. He is crying his eyes out. He's blinded until the end of his next turn. He's had a he's had an awful couple of couple of minutes, <laughs> not couple, couple of seconds. He's been he's been hypnotically patterned, thrown through a hole, blinded. The, oh, no one did. No one want to have a guess as to which uh, tune Dweezil played on the world's smallest violin. Ode to Joy. Um, wasn't Ode to Joy. Green sleeves. Wasn't green sleeves. Um, it was it was paper cut by Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So yes. Where are we? This is round, what what? This is round two, isn't it? Krill went up. Four. I think it was round three or four. Oh no, this is this is round this is this is round three, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Okie dokie. So that is so. It's Dweezil's turn now, actually. Uh. Oh, let's intimidate the blind man. Okay. Uh, How so? Uh, I'm going to tell him that curtains are better. Okay. Is that, that no no 
no better rea- no no reaction from it's anyone good. else. It was, I, it's good. Blind. It was good. Blind. It was a good joke. I don't, um, I don't I will. I will. Um, I will attempt to intimidate him by uh, saying, "You've seen a fraction of my power. Tell me what you're doing here and what is going to happen now, or you will see the full extent of my righteous fury." You'll see the rest of my orchestra. Um, can you can you roll uh, intimidation then, please? I can. Uh, Sixteen. Uh, yeah, you managed to intimidate him. We'll deal with that in a second. Okie dokie. Um, so yeah, next up is Krill. Uh, so this guy that's downed is now. Also blinded. Blind. Blind. No, he stood up. He, he stood up. But he's blind and intimidated. But he stood up. He stood up. Blind and intimidated. He stood up. Attacked. Attacked Weasel, but is intimidated. But he hasn't done anything with that intimidation just yet. He's, I think he's started to wet himself. <sighs> and then, are we aware of anything going on downstairs? Um, no, probably not. Probably not. Okay. Um. I'm pretty stumped for what I would do, realistically. Um, what, happened to, what happened to the owl? Because the owl tried to pursue him through the hatch, or...? You've not seen the owl since you come downstairs. I mean, to maintain my rage, I'm just going to unarmed hit this guy. Just going to punch him to hopefully aid the intimidation, maybe? I don't know. Uh, does a 25 hit? Does a 25 hit? Yes, it does. Uh, yeah. And then it's five bludgeoning damage. I'm just going to try and give him a blood nose. Okay. So that's what, five blunt bludge damage? Yeah. Bludge damage. Bludge yeah. Okay, you strike out and punch him, and um, you get the sense that it probably doesn't do as much damage as you expected it to do. Ooh. Ooh. Does he react? Does he, does he give a shit? No, he doesn't. He doesn't react any more than than Dweezil's intimidation uh, did for him. Okay. Okie dokie. Round four. Greg, you're up. I would like to use. Sorry. Yeah, I would like to use my hat if possible to cast a cantrip that I do not know. Okay. I have rolled a thirteen. So that succeeds. Um, the cantrip that I would like to cast, I would like to go up to him and go, <clears throat> Hello there, my old buddy, my old pal, my friend, my bosom. And then I am going to cast <coughs> my bosom. friendship on him. I don't Just know. My bosom. my bosom. <laughs> my, my tits. Yeah, I mean, he's seen a chest. He's now got breasts on the mind. That's just it, isn't it? So 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 two so okay so you you walked up to him did you? Um, uh, I'm not sure of the distance of friends. Let me just have a look. Um, I put it on everyone's Christmas card. My bosom. For the duration you have advantage. Um. Hmm. Okay. So it's a range self. So I guess I have to be next to them. So yes. Friends, range self for the duration you have advantage on all. It says on all charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice that isn't hostile. So yeah, you, it basically gives you 
advantage check, but it does say against that aren't hostile against you. So I would argue that even though he's intimidated, it's still hostile against you. Okay, can we just wreck on this then? And mm-hmm. um, can we can we wreck on when Mike called him his bosom <laughs> as well? Hey, you can be my bosom buddy too. Um, yeah, Greg's not going to really do a lot. I think he's just going to kind of ready an action, perhaps in case the creature tries to escape or tries to run past him, in which case he'll just kind of um, hit him with his staff or something like that. Okay. Uh, Quinch, you're up. Um, so Quinch is going to... Uh, he's just going to stand there, right? He's been told to defend the guy who's in the um, walkway, and so he's just going to stand there. The guy in the walkway is not being attacked, right? Is uh, that he's correct. He's that's correct. Yeah, he'll just stand. Uh, um, yeah, he'll stand. He'll, he'll look quite defensive and sort of, I guess, block the stairway. Okay. Uh, right. Cool. Okay. That's you playing around with words good good well right, okay. well no listen let's 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 also let's be fair i cuz i am trying not to make a game um whilst he sees that his former friends are distracted or at least not paying attention to him he will at least bolster his defenses and he'll drop the okay. broom and grab a uh, hey shit okay yeah we'll do that then yeah that, that's fine what yep. a snake <laughs> Okay, so um, you then okay, so you do that. You swap, you swap weapons, swap weapons, so to speak. Um, it is now their turn, so we're going to deal with the first one. Is going to be the one at the bottom that that um, charmed um, Quinch, um, and you sort of hear and see him fly upwards, um, and he will essentially so he gets back to it's like i'm uh, paranoid looking over my back it's like a whirlwind yeah. inside of my head you see all of a sudden dweezel and krill uh you see this guy sort of essentially peer up um peer up through the through the hatch, I'm just going to place him there. Peer up through the hatch, looking down at you, um, and he can. He's going to just shoot off a uh, a fire ray at Krill, who that's an 18 overall, I think. Yeah, 18. Okie dokie. In which case, you take oh oh three sixes. Uh, you take 18 fire damage. So nine. So nine, uh, and then he lashes out with a second one, oh, Christ. Uh, which is twenty to hit, which gives you an another nine halved. So four. Sorry, nine. So so four fire damage, and that is yeah. That's that's his turn then. Um. So then it's down to Dweezil. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, so the other one, the other one that you um, intimidated, um, he doesn't actually answer you. It's you know, it's not a truth ray by any means, uh, but he does, he does sort of back away from you, um, which I will allow 
uh, therefore. Uh, oh, attack, attack of opportunity. opportunity. Right, let's kill him. Yeah. Like, stop dicking around. Uh, Krill, you go first. Kill him. You kill him first, and then I'll kill him second. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Great weapon master. All that shit. He's gonna get. Um, advantage, mil, and mil. then it's neutral. I'm guessing based on the fact that I'm probably still poisoned. I've probably got ages left on that, haven't I? It was an hour, wasn't it? It was ten. It was ten okay. minutes. So oh, that's that's oh. still going on then. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, all combat. Really. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do great weapon master, reckless, and all that. Does uh, a sixteen hit? Does a sixteen hit? No. Sixteen doesn't hit. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, it's an opportunity attack, isn't it? Yeah. So you don't get a second one. Um, Dweezil, sorry, are you taking one as well? Yeah, I will. Uh, as he rolls a, that's a 15 on the dice, plus 22. Plus 22. Uh, that does hit. That is a nine damage. With his rapier. Uh, Okie dokie. And. Where are we? That was on the one that just retreated, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yep, okay, okay. Right, okay. Uh, that is now your turn overall. My turn? Uh, yeah, because it was... Yeah, yeah. that was that yeah, one. Yeah. That was just an attack of opportunity yeah, yeah, that you yeah, took. Yep. Yeah. Um, right, uh, so... Blue Boy is shit-scared. Other Boy has just appeared... He so the other the other guy is outside. He's uh, hovering over the. Um... I can see him, though, can't I? Yeah, yeah. Let's put him on his ass then, with a a little bit of an old Dweezil classic, as uh, Dweezil tells him a hilarious joke. Igvilv jests, and you are stricken. Laughter leaves you prone. Comedic mage from days of yore. Of this, I do intone. Can he please give me a wisdom saving throw, please? I suspect that's a failure. Um, let me just check this. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. 11. Yes, he's on his ass, laughing his bosom off. Doesn't take any damage, though, does he? Just no. laughing. So he's, but he's prone, right? He's prone. Uh, he's incapacitated, unable to stand for the duration. Uh, he gets a save each throw, though, doesn't he? If I recall. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, right. So that's your turn doing anything else? Uh, nope. Oh, yeah, why not? Um, as we've just done a Tasha's, which is cl- kind of classic old school Dweezil, let's go for second classic old school d- d- Dweezil. As I, as I once again tell Krill, Krill, I like your pubes, <laughs> and give him, give him a classic, another bardic inspiration. Um, Krill looks down and realises that he's, his belt's a little bit low, so he just pulls it back up to to hide his pubes. And that's your bonus action gone. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Dice and Desire. If you were hello, Quinch, what are you doing here? I thought I'd help out with the promo. No, Quint, no, come on. You're just going to talk about random place names that don't exist. No, I wasn't. I was going to talk to you about my adventures in Valaquanth. The very best that the Tendering Meadows has to offer. God, if you have to be here, at least read this out. Okay, what have we got here? Leave us a review on Apple or Podchaser. 
Oh, yeah, it was fine. It's pronounced Apple, but that was fine. Now read this bit. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Dyson Desire. I'm actually very surprised that was all pronounced correctly. Uh, thanks, Quinch. Thank you guys for listening. Do exactly as Quinch said and help us out in those various ways. And we look forward to sharing another episode with you very soon. Also, his father, Colin, will start over at a new school in a new city and make new friends. None of this comes easy to Colin, but he quickly finds a small group of like-minded role-playing friends that accept him for the slightly awkward teenager that he is. At the weekends of Sebastian, he battles to save Callum's reach from the dark, malevolent creatures that inhabit the brood forest as part of their weekly game. During the week, Colin, prone to overthinking everything, must learn to face his own demons as he battles to fit in at Ridge Valley High School. Can Colin put into practice some of the skills that his character is learning and make the same impact at school as Sebastian is in the Brood Forest? Can his weekly game help Colin in more ways than he realises? The only way to find out is to read the book and see if Colin can become the Warlock at Ridge Valley. <laughs>